0: Welcome back to in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing Season 2, Episode 9, The Confession, original air date December 7th, 2007, written by Bridget Carpenter and directed by Allison Liddy Brown. Oh. Yeah. Landry finally comes clean about his role in the murder of the man who assaulted Tyra. Herc decides that it's a good idea to find Street a date on an online dating service, Coach Taylor puts Tim to work due to his prior mishaps. There is turmoil between Julie and Tammy as they prepare for baby Gracie Bell's christening. Mm. Yeah, the four words I gave you, selfish, pee, study, and overextended. Do they all make sense now, (gasps) Liz?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yes. All right, let's start with selfish. So coach approaches Tim about how he can pay off his he tells him, you can start by doing laundry. This was a really funny scene because they have this conversation of who do you think uh, could could put in some extra time and who definitely needs to be put in their place? And Riggins just says, smash.
1: I yeah, think- Williams. Williams,
0: sir. <laughs> Uh, Guy is on Tim's back about returning to football and how he thinks it's a mistake. And clearly we see Tim needs to get out of this situation because it's no good. Uh, Tim helps out during a gymnastics meet, or that's what I thought it was, a gymnastics meet. And coach comes in and he's like, how's it going? Like, what are you doing? And you can see how Tuned in, Riggins is, and not because they're girls, but he's making comments about like, oh, look how far behind they are, and she should be doing better here. And we said this, like, we think he'd make a really good coach.
1: Yeah, he totally would. I loved that scene. I know, wasn't it, was it so good? funny? Yeah. yeah.
0: The creepy thing, though, is Guy shows up and just walks in, and Coach clocks it, and Riggins is like, "I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it." and Guy's like, you know, what are you doing? What's this going on? I'll just wait here until you're finished. And he starts making comments and it's so inappropriate. And it also made me think how this would probably never happen today.
1: No, you're not allowing any strange men in the practice. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim, he's taken his duties pretty seriously. And he ends up showing up extra early one morning to just get ahead on tasks And Coach asks him if this has anything to do with his living situation, which he says no, but obviously this is a lie. Mike wants to know, do you think Tim will tell Coach about the meth lab?
1: I think so. And honestly, at the end of the episode, I thought they were doing like a fake out where you were going to think they were heading to Landry's. But they're actually heading to Guy's and arrest, going to arrest him.
0: Oh,
1: that would have been cool. Yeah, but I think yeah, eventually Tim's gonna have to say something because Guy's not gonna get off his back. Yeah, he's not a good. He's a dangerous guy that's unhinged, and he's going to make sure that he's just that type of person that you don't want around you. Yeah and he leads to trouble all the time
0: well to go back to your statement of him being unhinged tim is awoken by guy with a gun over him pointing at him which scares the shit out of tim and guy just makes a joke like ha! Oh, it's because you forgot to feed the ferrets and he's like no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding man like come on down hang out with me and my friends so sim sim tim goes downstairs he meets his buddies and he tells them, oh, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go get some vodka. And he ends up leaving and parks his truck outside of Coach's house and sleeps there.
1: Safety. His safety's net
0: there. Yeah. I mean, Tim is not doing so great with the couch surfing situation. And it's sweet because Tammy says, you know, uh, Riggins is outside of our house. I think he's been sleeping in the truck all night and so coach gives him a sleeping bag but like i just can't help think like why isn't he going to street's house i know i don't understand they're on good terms right like did i miss a fight or something
1: no and like he could just also suck it up and go back home
0: oh well of course there is that yeah (laughs) yeah
1: you're a teenager you know
0: yeah Uh, Let's move on to Landry. Landry confesses to the murder of Mike Caldwell, all while detectives Chad and Tyra, they're trying to have him change his narrative throughout this whole episode because they're trying to tell him it was self-defense. And Landry's like, yeah, but I murdered someone. So please let's not forget that. Did this annoy you at all? Because I watched this episode with Ant and he was just so annoyed at Landry the whole time.
1: It didn't annoy me, but it made me so sad yeah. that I cried a lot in this episode you did I tear it up a lot, yeah, okay, um, but it made me sad that he felt so like defeated that no I should be punished for this. Yeah. He just couldn't get it into his brain. Like he's still and even at the end scene when him and Tyra are hugging, you can still see in his eyes, like, I feel like I still did something wrong here. Right. So poor kid. He's just putting a lot of a lot of hard stuff on him.
0: As they all are. I know. It's true, though. And they meet with the lawyer, and the lawyer tells them, like, listen, this can go two ways. You could be tried as an adult, or you could be let out on probation. And Chad tells them, like, I can't handle if you go to prison. I, oh my gosh, I cried there. Like, I can't handle if my son goes to prison. And Tyra, she can't handle it either. She doesn't want anything bad to happen to Landry because of her. And so the final straw was Landry questions Tyra again. Did you actually feel fear? Were you scared for your life? And she says, yes. And also Chad reminds him he is charged with rape of five other women. Like He's not a good dude. Like, I understand it's a person and you murdered and he has a brother and a family. But it was self-defense. Right. Yeah. And so Landry finally says that. It was self-defense and they don't end up pressing charges. Yeah. So here we go, tied up in a nice little bow.
1: Yeah, as I predicted it would yes, be.
0: Yes, yes. All right, let's move on to study. Santiago is feeling the pressure of being a panther and learning the plays. Buddy, we see him helping him study. He's making him dinner. I believe it was a it was something with ramen. It was like
1: It was like steak and Ramanzini yeah, or something. His
0: specialty. <laughs> <laughs> but Santiago, he's like really not doing well on the field and trying to learn the plays. And we have this scene where Buddy and Santiago are driving, and San- Santiago flips out on Buddy because he's obviously frustrated. And Buddy tells him, like, you can do this. Take the opportunity. Accept the challenge. If you don't do it tonight, you're never going to do it. You can get out. Go ahead. Let yourself out. And Santiago just like yells at him and says, I hate you. I hate you. But this is such a good Very, scene. Like,
1: father-son-esque. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Santiago is that type of person that doesn't, um, maybe in the past he didn't try hard enough maybe he felt like he wasn't worthy of trying hard and then right. he unfortunately gets himself wrapped up with the wrong crowd and goes to Juvie but you know now he has a chance to make something of himself and that's what buddy was saying like you have this opportunity and poor Santiago is like I don't know what to do with it like I'm so overwhelmed I know even being living having a bed of my own going to high school again you know, being on a team, this is so much. And then he has to, and he's not familiar with the game either. It's not like this is something he like knows what to do. Like imagine if they just threw one of us out there and was like, okay. (laughs) No, it'd be
0: awful. Right. It'd be awful.
1: We would just stand there frozen. It was like me at the, at the soccer field when I was five and my parents put me in soccer and they put me as goalie and I, just sat there and i said please no one come towards me i don't know what i'm doing here please please just don't just don't come near me so i would be petrified
0: yeah i would too we get to the game and the panthers are losing so in the second half buddy asks coach if he can put santiago in and he says just trust me like please just take a chance on him so he puts him in it takes a couple of plays but santiago ends up coming through
1: he used his like fury yeah he was used his anger to get him motivated yeah he was like uh," like really like like a bull yeah bull fighting yeah and then he he was like don't mess with me now like i i know what to do and i just have to channel my aggression
0: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) It, it worked though but after the game uh, Buddy tells him, "Listen, you brought the magic and you changed the game." He apologizes for the situation, but Santiago ends up thanking him. It was yeah. Buddy was really good in this episode. Can we give Buddy a little nod?
1: Yeah, yeah? I've okay. been giving him. I gave him a nod last week for this, and this week I felt he. They both realized it was like a really hard situation, and the words that they kind of threw around weren't so nice. Yeah. But, at the end of the day they're thankful. I think they're equally thankful to have each other. I agree. And like, you know, there's a very tiny part where I'm like, well of course Buddy's thankful that the Panthers are gonna win.
0: <laughs> it's true. There's that selfish part of it, but also he's doing a good thing. It yes. it's like a it's a win win. It is. Yeah. All right. So Matt and Carlotta they're sleeping together mm, and mm. they get interrupted by grandma. All she cares about are her snack wells. And she wants Matthew to ask her if Carlotta ate her snack wells. And just really funny. Like, it doesn't even phase her. Do you think they make snack wells still? I was thinking the same thing. My goodness. I feel what like a snack. that's like
1: a 90s diet culture parent yeah. thing. Yes. Was- have the snack wells they're only 100 calories or whatever it was so i feel like i haven't seen them in a long time that
0: green box and what it was like a chocolate cookie it was like chocolate with like cream in the middle i guess right yeah Mm -hmm. not good no not good but i ate them anyway (laughs) yeah you ate them anyway yeah Yeah. anyway uh later on carlotta she goes into the alamo freeze and Smash automatically starts hitting on her and says, Oh, I, I can handle this. I'll take this Matt. And she ends up asking for Matt because she's picking up grandma's hamburger. So Smash is so excited for Matt, like, oh, this is who you're you're sleeping with. This is the girl that's living with you. I have taught you well. But then he says, uh, the problem here though is that your situation has no rules. And so it's gonna fizzle out pretty soon. So you need to set some ground rules. So Matt tries to discuss with Carlotta on having ground rules and Carlotta shuts it down with a kiss and then says she wants to teach him how to make mole.
1: Do you feel as though they need ground rules?
0: I don't like this relationship. So True. Mike wants to know will Matt and Carlotta still be a couple come season three and will grandma find out about them?
1: I do not predict them to be a couple come season three. Okay. And I think grandma will find out about them. Will she care all that much? I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure if she would like be so upset or heartbroken if these two were dating. Um, but I can imagine there would be a tricky situation where Carlotta is going to need a new job or she's going to be transferred somewhere or... You know, the time has come where maybe grandma doesn't, she, she's beyond this type of help and needs maybe another type of, like, a a facility. So I predict them breaking up, but I don't know how that's, how it's going to go.
0: Yeah. And if it even becomes a thing.
1: Right. Because these ground rules can eliminate them having to, or I should say lack of ground rules will eliminate their having this weird talk like, okay, so are we going – are we going to break up? Like, if if they didn't solidify any relationship status, then it makes it actually, like, easier, I think, to cut the cord because then they're like, well, we're not anything. So –
0: Yeah, it's a good point. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We shall see. I don't remember (laughs) how this goes. I just know the end all. All right, let's move on to P – weird part of this episode so (laughs) Herc and Jason they're looking into online dating wheelchairlovers.com and this is all happening in Jason's childhood bedroom they're interrupted by Jason's mom bringing some snacks and carrots and Herc tells him (laughs) you need to get your own place you got to get out (laughs) you got to get out so Jason's outside of his house and I forget if he's like he's like making up a play and he's interrupted by Lila, which was really sweet. I loved this exchange because, like you have said, we didn't know them as friends. We've only known them as like boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so Lila stops to see him and she catches him. And and he gets a call from his future date, Isabella. And so Lila's like, oh, are you smitten? Are you excited? And I, I don't know. I just re- I really, really liked this exchange between the two of them.
1: Yeah, it was super genuine, and she yeah. was like, oh, good for you. Yeah. Like, I'm happy for you.
0: Yeah. Chris wants to know, well, Chris says, Jason was on Tinder before Tinder. Would you <laughs> Would you talk to your ex about a date you're about to go on?
1: If they asked, I guess. I wouldn't just, like, throw it in their face. Right. Unless I really wanted to make them jealous, but I think at my age, I'm really overdoing those things. Um, but... Yeah, I guess we w- We could talk about it, especially if we're on a friend level like they are now, even though we shared a friendship kiss, whatever that meant. I know. Let's not forget. <laughs> I won't be able to forget it. Like me kissing my ex. Well, he's not really my friend, right? He's an ex-boyfriend. So what does it mean? I still don't know. We don't know. And we'll never know, which is whatever. But yeah, I guess we would talk about things.
0: Yeah, I think it just depends on how me and the ex are. Are we friends? I wouldn't just rub it in their face. It's been so long since I've been in this position. And I I hope that I won't ever have to be in this (laughs) position ever (laughs) again. again. So it's hard (laughs) to uh, think about that. But okay, so Jason goes on his date with Isabella. And he asks her, why are you on this website? And she says, why are you browsing? But she ultimately says she wants to be with guys who are more open-minded. And then she says, can I be honest with you and tell you what turns me on and that it's pee.
1: I maybe would have saved this for like a little bit longer you into the date.
0: So she gets up to go to the bathroom and Jason's like, oh, my God, I got to get the fuck out of here. So he tells the waitress, hey, can you cover for me? And she's like, no. Like, if you're not happy with the date, you can say something. And he says, you don't understand. We're on a blind date. She told me she's into pee. And so (laughs) the waitress covers for him and Isabella Automatically goes from zero to a hundred. Oh my god, she was so rude. She throws water in her face, and all while Jason is watching from the kitchen. Yeah. So did you weird. think
1: it was rude of Jason to just skedaddle, though?
0: I did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I I was like, oh, well, that's really rude. Yeah. You could have at least had an excuse to leave, kind of like, well, I don't feel good, or. You know, I have to get home, something like that. But just to like completely disappear when she goes to the bathroom, that's freaking rude. So rude. Be like, you know, step up and just tell people, I guess at this point when you're 17 or how he's 19 or nineteen nineteen. 19. He's he, 19. He had a years birthday. Old, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That
1: you should be honest with people that you're dating. And if you're not feeling it, then you say you're not feeling it. But he's just not at that point in his romantic life yet to feel that way
0: yeah i think this really caught him off guard yeah and plus she drove him there because she said he was stuck yeah he was stuck but the waitress ends up driving jason home they it looks like they spent the night together yeah where at her place i know i was like did you guys just hang on the car (sighs) yeah but he gets home and his parents are flipping out worried sick Which I'm like, were you guys worried when he was in Mexico? Oh, my God. So true. We probably just didn't see it. I don't know. But he tells them that you're right. This won't happen again. And he ends up moving in with Herc. So Mike wants to know, will moving in with Herc be good for Jason?
1: I don't think it will be bad for Jason. Is it the perfect step? I don't think so. Maybe you know figuring out kind of like who you are first and then saying yeah I'm ready to move out of my parents house but I feel like he thinks Herc is really the only other person that's going to understand everything that he's going through he's been there before and he'll continue to be there for him so I think they're great roommates yeah. I don't foresee Herc hindering him doing anything if not he if anything I think he's positive for Jason he's always telling Jason like You know, Lila's not good for you. You need to be better. You know, don't get upset about this. It will take you a few times to get it. Like, I think he's just a positive influence. So I don't see why it would be bad, but I don't know if it's like the perfect situation.
0: Yeah. We'll see. And last but not least, overextended, is how Julie is feeling about life in general and Gracie Bell's christening and everything she has to do. She has schoolwork, SATs, dance. Let's not forget about Julie and her dance let's not forget about it (laughs) the newspaper and so she ends up talking to eric about it and she's like hey can you talk to mom about how i'm feeling and so he brings it up to tammy and tammy isn't buying it she's like please please are you kidding like if our daughter's feeling this and she's barely doing anything then we have an issue
1: right so i guess she you know she does have school yeah she's got noah which i'm sure that whole situation since it blew up in their faces pretty much at the moment. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of Noah she'll be seeing <laughs> right. for a little bit. But she, you know, she does schoolwork and she's got dance practice and then, you know, homework and SAT prep and whatever else. Like, I get it. But what is your mom asking you to do? Why? Pick up, feed your sister for like, you know... When you're home or change a diaper or clean up your room. Like, what is she asking of you? And it's so hard for me to put myself in Julie's shoes and feel remorse for her. Like, you know, or feel badly for her. I don't. I don't feel bad for you. You sounded so bratty.
0: Yeah, I know. And she, she feels like she's always doing something wrong. She ends up showing Tammy the dress she wants to wear. To the christening and Tammy doesn't say she doesn't like it, but maybe makes she kind of. She's
1: like, that's not the one. That's right. That's not the one for and
0: the photo, the fo- big photo that I want. The family portrait that she yeah. wants. And so this really was the catalyst. They end up blowing up and yelling at each other. Julie just wants a thank you. And Tammy also wants a thank you.
1: I felt this fi- fight went on
0: too long for me. I was
1: super uncomfortable. Yeah. Watching it. Yeah. Well, and it was still going. And I was like, oh, girls, please stop. Please stop. I'm really uncomfortable watching this. But, like, you should take me out of my comfort zone. I'm yeah. supposed to be watching a TV show that, you know, brings you into this world. But I felt so just badly for both of them, mostly Tammy, because I'm always team Tammy. I I've, you know, she did some some things, and I admit the one she's wrong, but she's just like, uh, I'm sorry. I feel so bad for you that, you know, you have this delightful little sister that I want you to have a relationship with. And, like, you're not the same person that you were a year ago. And granted, that is because of what happened at home. Right. And it will continue to be. But she's like, you're not, you're not my Julie. And, like, I don't know who this person is and I don't like this person. And And Julie's like, but you're not, like you're not appreciating me and i'm like well again tell me what you're doing cuz it seems like you're not doing anything you're not it, it seems like you're not wanting to help at all
0: right and it's also probably very hurtful because shelly is there so shelly is now become julie's confidant and best mm. friend and it's good she's there because she's also taking care of gracie bell and also right like handling shelly's helping right. helping taking so care of gracie it's kind of hard to mm. feel this but tammy ends up telling julie they have this talk I just want to celebrate both of you. You're both my daughters and I'm proud of you. And I want that family portrait. And and you are Gracie Bell's godmother. And I want you to be proud of that. And so yeah. we do see at the christening, Julie holds Gracie Bell as she gets christened. And everything looks like it's going to work out. Kate wants to know, do you side with Eric or Tammy on how much Julie should be expected to help with the baby and the christening? I found Julie insufferable this episode, and I couldn't tell if she was really feeling overextended and stressed or she was just saying that to get out of helping. Mm. I also felt that way. I felt she was just trying to get out of helping and. I don't know. And I. Right. And that's that. that point,
1: I feel like at 16, I would not want to help. Sure.
0: You know? Yeah. So, like,
1: I understand her side of it. And Coach is like, oh, okay, you are, you're going through a lot right now. And I wasn't there. Right. Right? Like, he, like, he can't say shit to her because he wasn't there. Exactly. So, if he's trying to step up his parenting game, it's probably not the time. So, it makes extra pressure and it makes Tammy look extra bad, quote, you know, that she's the one who has to keep pressuring Julia to do these things when they should be on the same level, like, we right. should parent her the same. Right. Like, that's the something that when you become a parent, not that I am a parent, but that's, like, the most important thing. Like, you need to parent the same. Otherwise, it's like, well, Dad said this and Mom said that, and Dad's like, you don't want that.
0: It's like, good cop, bad cop. Yeah. yeah.
1: Tammy's always the bad cop.
0: Right. At this point. And especially in Julie's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to have patron Vic. She's going to join us and we're going to discuss all your questions and comments. We hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Talk in Texas Forever and appreciate you for listening every single week. All of our shows are funded by our buddies who pledge to our network, and it means the absolute world to us. You hear us talk about it every week, but just in case you were wondering a little bit more, we have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks, like guest hosting on the podcast, listening to episodes a day early, and access to the best group chat ever via Discord. These are just to name a few. To learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash TotalBettyPodcastNetwork. Welcome back from break. We're joined by Vic. She's one of our Total Betty patrons. Vic, welcome to season two because you joined us for season one, episode six. So a lot has happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on season two? It's very different than season one. That's for sure.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, the story is just, I don't know. It's very weird. It's not like season one is very like it fills up more and more and more into the season season two it's kind of like they're just throwing storylines at us
0: i know it's a little all over the place i feel now that we're you know nine episodes in that we're we are in the groove even though it's a weird groove we're more used to it
1: yeah i feel like like acclimated into the season now i'm like okay this is season yeah like it doesn't feel weird to me anymore and like and i keep saying each week i'm liking the episodes more and more yeah because we're getting the development of certain things, so yeah, I look I look forward to wrapping up the season, seeing how it ends. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Vic, I know you sent us a bunch of questions. Do you want to start with your questions first? Sure.
2: Okay, the first one was just basically because of what Jason went through with <laughs> I don't know who that is. I put, have you ever been on an awkward date? or at least you know where you just want to get out of there
0: yeah uh I it's funny Kim asked this question too Vic and then Mike he said <laughs> he also asked but he said he had a friend call him crying and he says we had it arranged beforehand I had to text the code word and I got a phone call about five minutes later and rushed out of there
1: five minutes
0: yeah I've I can say I've Been on a bad date before where I would like to have gotten rescued, but I didn't set anything up beforehand.
1: Same. I've been on that type of date where the whole time we were were talking and I thought things, you know, beforehand, like before the actual date, we were talking and things were going really well. And then when I met him in person, I was like, oh, you are not (laughs) like that at all. Uh, You really fooled me. Not like catfish, but just kind of uh personality wise not what i was going for and the whole time i'm like why are you still wanting to hang out with me like do you feel like you you can't say anything like we should definitely just say let's go you know (laughs) let's separate (laughs) yeah I, I (laughs) i knew he wasn't liking it either you know what i'm saying like I don't know. Vic, yeah. what about you? No,
2: now it's so easy for people because they're like, oh, I'm going to go on a date, but I need you to call me. Okay. If somebody like to check yeah. up on me or something like we didn't have that before, but yeah, I did the thing where you like meet someone like online and then you're going to go. But I was so freaked out. Yeah. I went prepared. I took my best friend with me. <laughs> she, like, that's smart. <laughs> she's like, that's right there. And then I'm like, she goes, what'd you think? I'm like, yeah, no,
1: nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said, I'm yeah. glad you came. You never know, especially these days. Like, you you literally never know who you're chatting with. Oh, yeah. I was so on scared. I was like,
2: I said, it might be weird, but can you come with me? She's like, I don't care. Yeah, I'll go.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. She was like, yeah. you get out? We'll get out. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not like it used to be, mm-hmm. but also just wild. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah.
2: And then I said, um, do you think if, Tyra would have killed her attacker instead of Landry. Would he have still been like, I need to say something. I need to confess. Cause I feel like for her, it's like, he just wanted to protect her the entire time, but he still told Matt. And with him, it was like, but I killed him. So like, yeah, but you were protecting. No, I hit him with a pipe. Like he just, like he was, I don't know, just consumed with guilt. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think Tyra would have, I don't know if Tyra would have been consumed with guilt. I think if she, I think in her heart, she would have known that I did what I had to do to protect myself. And I think Landry would have backed her up at 100%. Like, I don't I don't want you to go to jail. So, yeah, mm, it was yeah. definitely self-defense and whatever we can do to get out of this situation. But he was just not as easy on himself. He wanted to be punished.
2: No, he yeah. was punishing when they say, okay, you can go. No, I'm here to confess. Like,
1: yeah. Oh, that was so, when he was breaking down and crying and sad, trying to get him out of the police station, I was crying.
2: Dragging him out and he wants to stay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It was rough.
2: Really sad. And then, do you think they'll get back together, Liz, or will it still remain a friendship? You know that the dad's not in the middle, now that everything's out out in the open. Do you see them becoming a couple again or just being close again?
1: I, it's so hard for me because there's a part of me that feels watching this episode, them being super close and holding hands and, like, basically saying, like, I cannot lose you makes me feel like they just went through something traumatic together and they need each other in each other's lives as, like, best, best friends. Yeah, And, like, I would be okay with it either way if they decided, like, yes, actually, no, I do. Like, I love you. And we should be together. I'll I'll be fine with it either way. My my true feeling is that they're not going to get back together now. But they're he's going to realize like it meant something for both of us, but maybe not on a romantic level anymore. Maybe they just confused
2: it in that moment. Yeah,
1: like they they got confused. Yeah, like they confused their feelings of intensity and um, like just. Like a, like the connection for love when it wasn't, even though I would love it too big.
0: Well, you know, Landry's in love with her. Oh, yes. I mean, he's it's always just, been. He's always been. Right. So is it one sided? Right. She loves him, but I don't
1: know if she's in love with him.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. And
2: then last one. Do you think Tim is now going to move in with the Taylors, or is he finally going to make his way back to his own home?
1: I think he's going to hang out at the Taylors at least for a few episodes. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I would love to see him like sleeping on the floor of like Julie's bedroom or something. Yeah, right. That's probably not the choice. Um, But where's Shelly sleeping? Maybe Shelly's going to go and Tim's going to move into where she's sleeping and he'll be there maybe till like, what are we on? Episode nine? the mm-hmm. end of the season if not like maybe th- maybe like three more episodes and then tim will finally go back home because maybe billy will say like you know what jackie and i are not working out i'm sorry that you felt like you had to leave i that was never my intention didn't want to hurt you man but i don't know
0: yeah we'll see yeah, with no that man. i mean yeah <laughs> yeah uh will goes with the theme of what we're talking about. He says, "Is this episode going to be a huge pivot point?" It seems like the only plot that will continue is the Matt Carlotta one. Everyone seems to be over their early season 2 issues as of mm. now.
1: Well, yeah, I mean the murder was immediate first episode of the season, which we were so blindsided by. We were like, "Oh, wait, this is happening in the first episode." And like I right. said before, I got, "Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm into this season now and that weirdness of like summer has gone and we're kind of like into the school year and we're playing football again. So I feel like we're on the right path, but besides the murder and now Julia and Matt separate and like Tim and Ly- like we're kind of kind of get back to where we started or where we ended last season, I should say. Like it was kind of like we could ignore like the first like seven episodes or six episodes. How do you feel
2: about going to the new? You say the season two is different. How do you feel about Julie? I feel like she's going down instead of up.
1: She's different. I thought I thought we were getting somewhere with her, and then it's kind of she's like a flip flop each uh, each episode. I never know what Julie I'm gonna get, and I feel like. Yes, she did say sorry to Matt, and she knows that she hurt him, and she does still love him, I think. She's still going to pursue this Noah thing, which he wasn't in this episode, but I did not forget about you, Noah. I did not forget. (laughs) So I think that's going to make it equally annoying. Like, she's going to just get extra annoying because of that situation. So
2: I think she might have Noah on the brain, though, because I didn't like that scene with Tammy. Not to mention, she doesn't treat Tammy really nice. Mm-mm. for being like no. i'm like i'm not feeling for julie people that's just think like she's being really mean to her mom yeah. I and mean, she says don't you raise your voice oh i think you. i'm like yeah you shut up when your mom tells you not to raise your voice you don't raise it higher Oof. and then she says i can't make my own friends i'm like yeah that's noah she's thinking of noah i can't make my own plans
1: yep yeah oh absolutely yeah. the noah thing really triggered her that was the jumping off point of Actually, that was, I mean, it made it continue because her and Tammy have not been on good terms for a while. And so, since Gracie, yeah, since Gracie was born, like, and how unfortunate and sad is that that your sister mm. comes into the world and you don't even appreciate or love being around her because she probably reminds you of like how messed up your family became. And like, it just that's really, really sad. The little blob, the little <laughs> blob, bad she is the a little, blob. she's not so blobby anymore.
0: No. She's growing and she's, into a, she's got a blob. shape. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, that
2: whole a thank you would be nice. I'm like, if this is to make us feel bad, I don't. Because yeah. Tommy said a thank you would be nice too.
1: Right. Like, yeah. I deserve to be thanked too. Like, look at all the stuff that I've done for you. I am your parent. I give you a roof and food and you go to a school and you do have friends and you are like, you're, you're thriving just because I can't, yeah. I won't let you hang out with your inappropriate teacher. I'm that so, is so sorry. Inappropriate.
0: <laughs> Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, she asked if the apples were organic. Yeah. Wh- is that a Noah <laughs> thing? That had to it's be. He's a- like, right? no, they were on sale. Right. They're not organic. like, that's not something Julie would say. She would never say that. Yeah. Mm. Kate says, I was surprised to hear Matt ask Smash to fix him some ice cream with Jimmy's because I've always thought of that as an East Coast thing, and Google does seem to confirm this. Here in the Midwest, we call them sprinkles. What do you say? Are there any listeners from Texas that could comment on whether they use the word jimmies or not?
1: Well, perfect, Vicky. You lived in Texas, do you remember? I know. We asked
0: for. I've never heard anyone say jimmies. Everyone said sprinkles
2: when we went to the ice cream store.
1: Yeah, we say sprinkles here, but my dad that's from Pennsylvania says Jimmys. So I guess it's like an East <laughs> Coast. First Eastern. time I've heard it. <laughs> Eastern thing.
0: I say Jimmy's because it's more fun. fun than sprinkles, but that's very it, fun. I, w- I don't like go out to the ice cream store and ask for Jimmy's. No. It's just like an in house yeah, no. <laughs> <in-house> thing. <laughs> I'll tell my
2: sister that next time with some Jimmy's. Yeah. She's like,
0: what? It's a fun word. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. Uh, Kate also says following up on the suggestion from a couple of weeks ago for a new segment, maybe we could do a Panther Pride meter counting Dylan football t shirts. For this episode, I counted four. I did not count at the football game, there was too many. Riggins was wearing one at the gymnastics meet, and then a different one in later scenes when he leaves guys and ends up sleeping in his car at the Taylor's. Tammy was wearing one in the scene with her and Eric laying in bed, and Chad was wearing one in the pictures with Landry that we saw. I like this. What do you guys think? Cute. I I like like it. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So we're gonna incorporate the Panther Pride meter. It's like a tongue twister. (sighs) Panther Pride meaner so we'll count dylan t-shirts i like that okay that's really cute thank you kate awesome okay chris he wants to know if you could and not as a character but as yourself go into the world of one of your betty shows gossip girl the oc one tree hill friday Night lights which one are you choosing i mean the oc obviously. Oh, right Obviously, OC for me as well. Do we get to hang Plus out with List your those gossip people? girl, right? We get to hang out with those people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I would go to the OC as well and hope for more diversity. <laughs> and I would like to be in a place in the OC where there was lots of diverse people. But yes,
0: I would go to the OC. Okay. Yes, yeah, same. I would go into the OC as well. Look at us. Three for the O.C. Uh, Mike, this is a question for you, Vic. He wants you to rank the five shows, including Riverdale, from favorite to least favorite.
1: (laughs) He can't let it go. (laughs) Okay. Wow.
0: Um, Well, the O.C. has to be number
2: one. Mm -hmm. Probably One Tree Hill. Friday Night
1: Lights, <laughs> Gossip Girl, then Riverdale. Yeah, mm-hmm. Just yeah. There's a
2: little bit more eye candy in Gossip
1: Girl. Yeah, and we and we didn't even continue Riverdale, so it right. says it right there. I, I don't know yeah. where we are.
0: <laughs> I know. What was you? What How would you rank list? I think I would do. One Tree
1: Hill, Friday Night Lights, The O.C., Gossip Girl, Riverdale. Wow. And you didn't
0: even finish Friday Night Lights. I didn't. She's throwing shade on the O.C. <laughs> I have really? to take offense. In a- wow. And in you so just said you'd rather go to the
1: O.C. I would love to go to the O.C. And I would love to hang out with, like, Marissa and Summer and Seth and Ryan. I, sh- I absolutely would. Um, But when I think of, like, the- that show impacted you guys in a different way. How... yeah. One Tree Hill impacted me at a time in my life, and also this show is just so good. Like, I yeah. don't foresee... Like, And I'm sure there will be crazy stuff going on, but it's way more um, real and honest and dramatic, a subtle yeah. dr- subtle dramatic that I feel like at the end of the day, I'd be like, wow, that show actually really impacted me. Yeah. More so than The O.C. But The O.C. Yeah. was... Um, Fluffier for me, if you will. No, it's I say it's uh, best in your chat. <laughs> rich people, rich people
2: problems, I like to say. Yeah, right. Because right. when I went to England, they asked me, is the OC really the way it is? And I'm like, how do you see it? Well, rich people going to school. I'm like, I said I wouldn't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't one of those rich people going to school. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Michelle,
0: yeah. how would you do it? I know you have OC at the Uh talk. yeah. OC. Friday Night Lights, One Tree Hill, Gossip Girl, Riverdale. That's why I Riverdale expected of you. <laughs> yeah, Riverdale's got to be that. Just because I haven't finished it. Yeah. And Gossip Girl, I love in its own way because we talk about it every week. So yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Friday Night Lights a little bit above One Tree Hill. Yeah, tiny bit, tiny bit. They're like equal, almost. Yeah, One Tree Hill. Ugh, it's such a different show. It's so
1: different, and it's, I've only ever seen it for me. But like for one time, like interpersonal. but yeah. for some reason, I think it's just what has surrounded the show for me. And I, I don't know. And I guess because there was also nine seasons. So I really became acquainted with those people and the stories yeah. and not, I'm not, it's way It's way ridiculous. It's, it's like a very, it's like a step under gossip world with like the drama and the ridiculous soap <laughs> opera, opera, soap opera-ness. <laughs> Yeah. But I, but it, it still feels, like safe to me in a way.
0: Oh, for sure. I rediscovered
1: it
2: yeah. with you guys, so I got attached to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, music in this episode, and you will know us by the trail of dead. Camera obscura. Hillary Duff and the Long Winters. Oh, she played during the gymnastics meet.
1: Oh, okay. I was not, I guess, yeah. paying attention. Yeah. Quotes. What do we have? Vic? I had give the kid a chance. Mm. I a I have a silly one. It says Stacy should be hitting those double backs. She's been her own worst enemy all day.
2: <laughs> the fact that Tim <laughs> knew what he was talking about was uh, hilarious.
0: Yes. He I looked loved
2: disappointed. It. He's like, not good, coach. I'm like, how did he
0: know that? I yeah. know. I, know. I loved it. I I just had attaboy, <laughs> attaboy. That's that what so... Buddy was screaming <laughs> oh, with Santiago. Buddy. Yeah. All right, let's go into MVP and shittiest. Does everybody have their MVP? Yes. Yes. Okay, Vic, who is your MVP? I put Jason. Okay. Like he's all grown up. He's moving into his own place. Yeah. You know, he's got
2: a friendship with Lila going that I never thought they'd have after what mm-hmm. happened between the both of them Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I think he's going up.
1: I hope so. hope he's going up. Who'd you pick, Liz? I picked someone I think you guys will be surprised, but I
0: picked Santiago. Nice. We had a vote for Santiago.
1: I felt like I totally was sympathizing with like how his brain was working and you guys just threw me in here and I'm an overwhelmed teen that's just going through so much. And I don't believe in myself. And so when I was able, like someone gave me the opportunity to show who I was, like I strive. And I was like, yes, I just love that about him. And at the end with him and buddy, he's like, he didn't say like, I'm sorry. He was just like, I like, thank you actually. Like, yeah. thank you for That's giving all that it to took. me. Yeah. I yeah. really, I really appreciated that. I liked him a lot. That was yeah. an amazing.
0: I- moment. <laughs> it was so good. I chose buddy. Yeah. But Buddy and Santiago they go hand in hand, and I felt he did really well in this episode.
1: Yes, he did
0: Not very much. We had votes also for Riggins. Mm. All right, shittiest Vic, who do you have? Guy. Oh. Same. We had a vote for Guy. I actually chose Julie. Yeah, <laughs> I was teetering Definitely. on her. Like I understand her, right? But also. Mm. Just kind of shitty, honey. Mm -hmm. Like I try to
2: relate to her and I'm like, I was never mean to my mom at
0: that age. Like that level, right? It's so intense. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the fact that she, neither her nor Tammy backed down to each other at that moment when they were yelling. And I was telling Michelle before you came on, Vic, I was like, I was so uncomfortable watching that fight because it felt so real. I almost felt like Tammy was going to literally slap her again because of mm-hmm. how disrespectful and how she was raising her voice and the tone of voice towards her mother. I could not believe what I was seeing and I was like this is going on way too long. Like let's just stop. Please stop. Someone give in because nobody's giving in. It was really bad. Yeah. And you can so. see
2: how overwhelmed Tammy is when she's holding mm-hmm. Gracie.
1: Yeah.
2: Like it's yeah. just all affecting everything Julie is doing. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh. Over to coach's corner. What was your favorite moment? I struggled with this. But Vic, did you have a favorite moment? I did the Mrs. Coach
2: moment. And I did that, that talk at the end with her where she's like, I just want our family
1: back, you know? Same. That was my moment as well.
0: Mine too. I also chose that. Yeah. That was when they can like, it seems that Julie and Tammy have this relationship where, well, Julie will, I guess they'll fight and flip out and then they need a second and then they come and have a good conversation. And that seems to what's been, been their pattern.
2: That moment needed to happen though, because I noticed after that moment during the baptism, everything was just great. Like she was holding the baby and she was like giggling and just it's okay. And just holding her. And it's like maybe what she needed to hear. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think Tammy like slapped some sense into her kind of like I, I gave you the, the role of a godmother because i was so proud that my daughter would have an older sister like you and you are you should be setting an example for her and be good to me and good to this family and i think julie finally is recognizing that i'm hopeful she continues to do so but like i said i have a feeling this noah thing is going (laughs) to creep on back in and it's going to be hell after
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't Leo? remember actually
1: any of that. How much of the season do you remember? I remember um,
2: next episode, kind of, and maybe close to the finale. But the whole, I forgot. Noel came so early, yeah. And then Noah shows up. I forgot the whole Andrea entire and thing was very early in the beginning. I could have swore it was mid,
1: you know, almost near Same the Vic.
2: end same and santiago i remember perfectly
1: Mm, okay that makes me hopeful
0: for a good storyline for him (laughs) yeah all right let's go into a booster of the week list who are we supported by this week booster of the week you're a total booster
1: How could I not give it to our Betty last week on Three Gossip Girls? Will, Royal Will. Will. We love Will. (laughs) At the end of this podcast, you will hear a very special treat, a Will's poetry corner. (laughs) Um, And in the end of our Gossip Girl episodes, he does come up with very creative ways of incorporating our characters into whatever he feels is the cup of... Cup of the week? What was I going to say? I was not going to say cup of the week. Flavor of the week. That's (laughs) flavor of the week. Oh, God, guys. My brain is slowly, slowly fading. But I just wanted to shout him out because he deserves to be shouted out on all of these platforms. He's one of the best. So creative. We love when we get to read those emails. When they come in each week, I get so excited. And we just want to say thank you. And thank you for the support. Well, you're truly... One of the best Bettys. Yay, Thanks, Will. <laughs> Will.
0: We're all fans. We're big We're fans, fans big of Will. Fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what emoji should we pick to pair with this episode? What do you guys think? As you think, I'll just give my little spiel that I give. I love that people are sending us emojis every week. We're doing this because we want to hear from you. We want to know that you're listening. So this is a fun way. You can drop it in a Instagram DM, which – uh jacqueline does every week she does for gossip girl and talking texas forever and then chris he drops it in the emails and then everyone vic does it she drops it in the dms and in the discord and it's just so good yeah. you can write it in apple podcast review five stars if that fancies you please but what are we thinking for this episode ladies i was
1: thinking maybe like that the um like the top of the police car has that like light don't we have the like siren? emoji? The siren. Don't we have a. Like, oh. You know, and kind yeah. of like that would work also in an Apple Podcast review. Like, stop what you're doing. Alert, alert.
0: <laughs> like the circle. <laughs> alert, alert.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it. Let me just make sure so, it's
1: actually in there. I think it is. It is.
0: If you type alarm. Yeah. Or alert, because I use it all the time during That's a work. a little red one. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. So drop that. In an email, a DM, the Discord, Patreon, Apple Podcast Review. And that way we know you listen to this episode. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we also want to plug a really fun convention that's happening next month, which <gasps> I'm so excited we can actually say that. I know. Next it's so soon. month, we are heading to South Carolina for Epics and Chill. It's going to be August 19th through the 21st. And we have a special pro- promo code. off with EPICS-TB20. And that code is good until... July 15th. Awesome. Yeah. So
1: you have about a few days to get that 20% off when you're hearing this.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. You can uh, find it in the show notes and you can meet people from Friday Night Lights like guys Charles and Scott Porter and Stacey Oristano and Derek Phillips, OMG, and your favorite people from the OC and... Wintry Hill and Gossip Girl and Heart of Dixie and Teen Wolf and Pretty Little Liars. I mean, it goes on and on. It's awesome. Yeah. So you should definitely check it out. All right, Liz, I'm really excited for next week. All I'm going to say is get ready to swoon, swoon, and swoon. That is not. Yes. Vic knows. If you remember (laughs) next week's episode. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right. And that's I wanted to make that one of the words, but that's not one no, of the words. No, it's not it. No, but... Whew. Okay. Season 2, episode 10, titled, There Goes the Neighborhood. Okay. Look at her face. Look I mean, the face. titles
1: truly never have to do anything with the episode, except for this one, the confession. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Four words. Tornado. Proposal. Rivals and formal. Ooh.
1: <laughs> okay, so I think I you wanted to trick me with a wedding proposal, but maybe it's a promposal. In a way,
0: a formal proposal. Okay. Why? Why do you think I want to trick you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm actually not tricking you. Oh, okay. So there's actually a proposal. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to feel like giving some treats tonight.
1: (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. I don't even know if this is even on the same wavelength, but I have a feeling maybe Noah is going to propose to his girlfriend and Julie doesn't even know that this girl exists and she's going to be so upset.
0: Okay. Because
1: who else is going to be proposed to? Oh oh right. oh! Billy and Jackie are not going to get proposed, proposed, <laughs> engaged.
0: Oh what about those two? Because
1: mm, who else mm. do we have really left? Yeah. Well, tornado. I guess that's a something that's going to be happening. Which, yeah. Yeah. ugh, I don't want to deal with the aftermath of the tornado because it's always sad when like big, unexpected. Things in the world obviously like that happen that you are out of your control and maybe things get broken or things get ruined or people get separated or something really bad. Maybe we are <laughs> go like the end of the OC where everyone has like they're like <laughs> groups that they're like huddled with <laughs> that they stay with uh-huh. for like the episode. Um, rivals. That could be very obvious as far as who the Panther rivals are, but maybe it's not that. Maybe there's another coach coming in that's like coach's rival or like buddy's rival or maybe uh Smash's rival. Like just maybe it's not necessarily like the team, but maybe like one person on one person, like getting involved. Um and then formal. Like I predicted I guess like a prom situation. A formal, okay. winter formal, spring formal, summer formal? No, it wouldn't be summer because we just got It's a so... It's a fall it's formal. It's fall formal. Super cute. There Who's you go. Who's going to go together? <laughs> Uh-oh. Who's going to go together? <laughs> I think. Oh. Mm. Matt's not going to bring Carlotta to the formal because that would just stir everything up. Maybe... Who else is there (laughs) besides (laughs) Lila and Tim, which you guys really know. Oh, Landry and Tyra. Maybe they'll go together. Or maybe everyone will just go separate. It's like not that type of thing. And they'll all like dance and party together at the formal. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much ridiculousness. So, yeah, I think the proposal between Noah and the girlfriend is I'm just throwing it in there. It's not going to happen, okay. but I would like to see something yeah. like that happen, where it ruins Julia's chances, obviously, of being with him, and lets her down in a way where it's like easy and like he doesn't have to do it. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, sure. You know, yeah, but yeah, okay. It's it's just uh, I watched the episode, and
1: I mean, I've, I I have it. a feeling I we're it. swooning over obvious Tim Riggins asking yes. Lila to go to. The formal with him or no? no. Okay, I'm just good. gonna shoot
0: that down right now. That's <laughs> not, not what happens he, at all. That's oh not God. why we're swooning. So That's not a, why we're he's swooning. in a suit. No, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I look really him. forward. <laughs> it's to do just it. exactly Vic. It's, it's just Tim, the Tim Riggins of it all. Okay, all right. The essence of Tim we get so much next week, and mm. it is swoon. Like I had big goofy grin <laughs> watching at certain parts. Oh, I'm so excited. And even Ant was grinning. I'm like, cause he's so damn charming. Oh my <laughs> to god. And
1: we're gonna be together to watch. No, we're not. We won't, we won't be, be together.
0: Oh because of Because our of our finale. Of Girl. If you guys are
1: a fan of Gossip Girl, if you're listening to Three Gossip Girls, next week on Patreon, we're gonna be live podcasting, live watching the finale, the series finale. Of Gossip Girl. How did we make it here? I'm so excited. Now that's an alarm emoji. That's an alarm emoji. Mm -hmm. That's like absolutely. (laughs) So join us if you are a fan of the show. And if you're a patron, then in the Upper East Cyrus here, you get to join us. So
0: check us out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Before we end tonight, I do have Will's Football Poetry Corner. Let's snap. Jailbreak. A jailbreak is when a team sends more than four to five defenders towards the quarterback to sack him, leaving the secondary exposed to the pass. Santiago is asked to perfect when to jailbreak Blitz, but he is still dealing with the personal implication of his recent incarceration. Landry's father gets him out of jail after his confession. Jailbreak.
1: Nice. Jailbreak.
0: Very good, Will. Uh, thank you so much, Vic, for joining us. I'm so glad you're with us. I'm so glad you got to join us for season two. Yeah, Hopefully we'll yeah. see you in season three. Do you have any last words to say? Um, no, just, I mean,
2: I'm considering that we were like, eh, season two. I'm actually enjoying
0: it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely, it has, there's parts. Like, we're learning more. And you kind of, I think also you just have to ride the wave of this season.
2: Yeah. And I also do like, one thing I like about the show is, I don't know if you've noticed how perfectly placed the music is during the scenes. Yeah. yeah. And the yes. one big one was when Santiago kept getting hit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you got to hit him. And then when he finally hits him, the music just goes up. Yes. I like, just, the sound's like amazing. Steam
1: coming out of his ears. Like, he was about to, like, explode.
2: And I don't know if you noticed, or maybe I just thought of it, when he was looking up at the bleachers, getting ready, did he look to see if he can find Buddy?
1: I like to think so. Kind of like I'm just Same, yeah. scouting the crowd of who's there, and, oh, yeah, Buddy is relying on me, and he did motivate me. So yeah, I they, showed really think so. they showed us everybody.
2: They showed us everybody when he was looking, but then they did yeah. a little freeze frame on buddy like you know calm and then Mm. he got ready to play and i was like oh i wonder if he did that like make sure Mm -hmm. he's watching you know
0: yeah yeah like he believes in me yeah yeah like reassurance you know i mean he's the reason he went in he told the coach yes Mm -hmm. play him yeah and the fact that coach gave buddy a chance i know it gave santiago a chance and I guess at that that way he had nothing to lose because they were doing so poorly. Yeah, he's like,
1: we're already losing. If I throw him in, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that was so he good. Did, though. He did
1: well for him, for them, and for himself. Yeah, and I was really proud. And he really he looked so defeated in this episode, most of it. And then he really needed the win, and I'm glad that he yeah. got it. Yeah, and he told
2: him, "You changed the momentum of this game," because he said, "You won the game," and he's like, "No." he was like no it wasn't me he's like you
0: changed the momentum yeah 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 it's really good we'll be back next week for episode 10 oh my god we're in the double digits with all that tim riggins swoon worthy (laughs) conversation i'm so excited (laughs) i hope i didn't talk it up honestly but i don't think so i think anybody who's into tim riggins will enjoy next i'm sure they will Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas
1: Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this
0: show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at TotalBettyPodcast.org. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vocora.